Hi, and welcome to the Odin's Light podcast. Today I will be joined with Lee Hunter, the writer and actor in On My Own, a short film created with himself, Anthony and Chris Lewis of Suave Squirrel, working in association with Cal Gordon of Burning Real and Christian Young, the director, that deals with mental health. Please forgive the sound quality. We were recording in the fantastic W Hotel on Leicester Square in London and the mic picked up a little more than I expected it to. Also, please be aware that during the podcast we discuss some things of a sensitive nature. So I'm joined here with Lee Hunter. Lee, thanks for coming and uh, speaking on the podcast. No worries at all. Good to, good to see you. Let's get straight into it. You wrote the film On My Own based on a real event. Is that right? Yeah. Um, a number of years ago, it's got to be about eight, uh, seven, eight years ago now, um, I was doing some labouring work for my daddy. He runs a fire protection business. And uh, we turned up to this building in the city. It's sort of an oval-shaped building with um, a courtyard, sort of an internal courtyard in the middle. Um, several floors inside the building and uh, the maintenance manager who was taking us around and said oh you know last week in the building a guy up on the top floor came out on his lunch break working in the finance department and trod up on that ledge and, and jumped off and you know people were coming in from prep with their lunches and stuff and he just landed you know in the courtyard um, killed himself and I thought crikey what what could um, make someone what could push someone into that position and make, make them do that you know um, and it stuck with me and, um, you know, this, it sort of stayed in my head and I was thinking about things like what, what, what would I do if I saw someone in that position and, and, and things like that. And so the story of on my own sort of um, sort of grew, grew from that and, and those conversations. How did that event affect you? Well, I'd experienced um, suicide in my family about just under a year before that. Um, I lost my sister and uh, you know it deeply affected my family and I always wanted to creatively use you know sort of my skill set as it were to um, create something that could could, could could try and help it's probably a bit cliche but when, when you experience a trauma like that um, you, you feel helpless for a while and then after a while you know when the grief comes out you, you feel like you want to do something positive to help other people so that they don't um, experience the same level of pain or suffering that you and your family do and uh, so I always had in the back of my mind I wanted to tell a story around mental health and around suicide and then when this you know this real story this real event it's not a story real event cropped up um, it stuck in my mind and you know those two, two sort of forces culminated into, into me writing a script um, when did you write the script? So I moved in with um, Anthony, the other actor, in, I think it was 2015, maybe, or 14. And we were both out of work and frustrated and, you know, going up for castings and, you know, not much was happening. And um, I suffered from terrible insomnia. And uh, I was up one night and just a friend of mine was doing a new writing night at the uh, Old Red Lion Pub Theatre. And... Uh, I sat in bed in my underwear and just sort of did a, a vomit draft, as I like to call it, where you just whack out the words on a page, uh, script till 4am, a little two-hander, based on the, you know, the, the event that I'd 
had sort of stuck in my mind. And I, I came to Tony the next morning and said, look, I didn't sleep much last night, but I've written this for us. And um, he gave it a read and really liked it. So we submitted it to a new, the new writing night and they accepted it and, and, and we put it on as a, as a theatre piece. Yeah, so you wrote this for the stage initially. Uh, tell me about that. Yeah, so like, it was submitted as a as, as a stage piece, and it was it was quite different as a script actually at that at that time, obviously as it as it would need to be for the stage. Um, we put it on. Um, it was a one night thing. Um, got a full full packed audience of friends and, and and people that came along. We got some really lovely feedback, um, really good feedback. And Anthony's brother, he's a uh, an editor, um, and he. Him and his friend um, Perry, who's a director, sort of said to us that this would make an incredible short film. So they sort of planted the seed in our heads after performing it. And you know, I love working with Tony. We work really well together. Um, it was a really collaborative process. Of you know, I've written out this script and then we perform it, and he'd say, "Oh, this bit doesn't quite work. Should we cut it or should we rework it?" And you know, we work really well as a team, and that was lovely. And I really enjoyed it. And I'll never forget when we were backstage, um, you know, at the theatre, Tony. You know, I could see he was really nervous because we're both not rusty, but you know, it'd been a while. And he turns to me and he sort of said, uh, thank you for this. I've needed this. And I could see sort of the adrenaline in his eyes. I was like, oh, this is brilliant. He's buzzing off it as much as I am. And we really enjoyed it. And, um, it was the start of a really lovely sort of working relationship. Um, but yeah, so going back to what I was saying, you know, Perry and Chris sort of planted the seed about adapting it for screen. Um, and I mentioned it to a mate of mine from drama school who runs, uh, he represents directors in, you know, the commercial music video realm. And he introduced me to the guys at Burning Real. Um, I'd just been for, to record a voiceover and I met them in a pub just up the road actually. And, uh, yeah, they said, yeah, send over the script. Um, they read the script, loved it. Obviously it needed to be adapted to screen, but, um, yeah, that's how we kind of got the ball rolling on it really. And how did your team, the cast and crew, respond to the subject matter? Because it is very sensitive, and I understand, as you just said earlier, you know how how much it meant to you personally. Yeah. Did it resonate with the rest of the team as well? Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's it's becoming more of a prevalent um, issue in the news now. But I think everyone, almost everyone, knows someone who's affected by mental health or has been personally affected by mental health, um, and. The story's kind of written from the perspective of, of trying to be as authentic and real as possible. And, um, yeah, they resonated with them and they, they liked the tone of it and they liked the fact that there was some black humour in there so it wasn't all one level and, um, that we didn't try and sort of prescribe an exact, this is the answer, this is what you should do if you see someone in this position, that it was quite clunky and messy and there was a realness about that in that, you know, the, the approach wasn't quite, wasn't perfect, but um, at least at least the guy approached it and tried to have that conversation. Um, and I had to do, I did several rewrites. I probably did 15, 16, 17 rewrites of the script just because it's such a delicate matter. And I didn't want to, I didn't want to um, not do it justice. Um, yeah. I did feel like you said about it being real that, that that's that's very true that it wasn't polished to the point where you're sort of stepping out of the story because you know this is something that's been created and it's trying it's got a message it did genuinely feel like a real interaction yeah yeah and i think that's that's some as the as a writer um i think that's something you need to do is that you need to kind of realize that there's not always a perfect answer and that 
we're human beings and that, you know, we say the wrong things at the wrong time and do, do the wrong things at the wrong time. Um, and the character that I play in the film, Terry, he does do that a lot, but um, it's all coming from a good place and he's, he's trying to help. And I think that's the main message and the main thing that, that we try and get across is that um, we're not all experts, but sometimes just having a conversation is, is the best that you can do. That makes a lot of sense. Uh, I think that people fear that, don't they, regarding mental health, that they don't want to get involved because they're not an expert in helping yeah. someone with mental health, but often it's just the conversation that's needed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I met up with some old football mates over Christmas and, uh, you know, last year was quite a difficult year for me personally and, um, you know, we grew up as a bunch of laddie lads, you know, drinking, playing football and um, I sort of opened up to them and said, look, that's I've had a difficult time of it this year and uh, they were wonderful you know I, I had a, a whatsapp message from one of them checking in today they've been checking in saying how are you getting on and you know I'm, I'm, I'm in a good place now but um, it, sometimes it just takes that little step of of having that chat and it's difficult and I, I know blokes in particular do struggle with it um, of just having that initial you know hands up I'm not, not in a good place um, and I think that's the main motivation for making this film is that doesn't matter how tough you are, doesn't matter how successful you are, how rich you are. We're all humans. We all we all have that about us that we can we can be in that position. It doesn't matter how privileged you are or where you're at in life. And that sometimes you do just need tough people around you. And uh, you know, I'm very lucky that I have. Um, I'm sure there are people out there that feel that they haven't. But um, yeah, that's what this film's about for me. It's just stoking up those conversations and and trying to open those gates for people that feel that the gates are shut. Mental health is something that most people have to deal with at some point in their lives. Why do you think there are so many campaigns focused on men dealing with mental health right now? Well, for a start, it's the biggest killer of blokes our age. Um, I think it's getting worse, to be honest. I know, like I said, I've, I played football a lot growing up and I know two or three lads from back home in Kent that um, have taken their lives in recent years. And... Uh, heavyweight boxers like Tyson Fury have come out and they've suffered mental illness and depression and things like that. And it's great that the, you've got these high-profile people pushing, but it's not just these high-profile stars that are, are suffering. It's, it's your everyday man like uh, who's in the same boat. And um, I think the more that we push it and the more that we promote that it's okay to, to talk and it's okay to have these conversations, the less people will feel that there's a stigma attached and that it'll be a safer place to have these these talks and hopefully I mean I'm I'm no mental health expert but hopefully that will help push in the right direction of of starting to move this problem in the right direction On My Own is being shown uh, at the BBC the television centre it's fantastic that it's getting the recognition it deserves you're submitting it to the festivals as well right? Yeah so we've currently uh, Anthony has been amazing um, he's pretty much coordinated most of our um, initial festival entries, which has been fantastic. I think we've submitted to around about 50 at the moment. Um, I think the first um, consideration is announced today. Um, so we're waiting to hear back on that one, which would be great if we get selected for that. Um, we went into Television Centre in May when I was shooting um, feature film hosts for yourself. Uh, and uh, I was in there for Mental Health Awareness Week talking about the film and what we were hoping to achieve with it. And a lot of the people that were there, I think about half a dozen of the people that were there came across to our screening at the BFI uh, in November and really liked the film. 
So they've asked to do a private screening um, alongside their mental health initiative within the BBC. Um, and we're going to do a little Q&A in February. Um, it's just, again, it's it's like what we've talked about. It's, it's just sort of um, to spur on those conversations and 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 get those talks going. Um, and they've been really supportive and lovely about the film, very complimentary. So, yeah, that's very exciting. We're looking forward to doing that next month. And uh, like I said, we're just waiting now on... on hearing back from the festivals and seeing how we get on really well I'm sure you're going to get a good response I've obviously watched the film um, and it, it, it touched me and um, I was glad that you were dealing with this difficult issue in, in a sensitive and, and real way um, and it's I feel like it's adding to the conversation it's not just content trying to sort of tag on to a trending subject at the moment you, you sort of genuinely add something um, to it and I hope that it will help someone, um, maybe inspire somebody to, to get the help that they need. Yeah, um, I mean, or inspire someone to help someone. Yeah, I mean, at the screening we had, um, it was sort of a private industry screening, but I had a few friends there. And one of my friends private messaged me on Facebook shortly after and he said um, that, you know, he'd been feeling suicidal over the last couple of weeks and the film helped him. And for me, like, regardless of how it does in the festivals or what recognition it gets, um, that means far more to me than anything else like that. Like for someone to sort of reach out and say thank you, not not, not even to say thank you, but to that, that, that it's it's helped someone. That's that was the goal in the first place, really deep down. And um, yeah, if I can do that for a few more people, then job done. Great. Well, what's next for you? So uh, yeah, like I said, we're doing all the festivals and things like that, but. Um, I'm currently at the moment setting up my own production company alongside Anthony, um, my co-star in the film, and his brother Chris. Um, Swell Squirrel, Swell, Swell, uh, the company's called Swell Squirrel, and um, yeah, we're, we're, we've got a treatment for a feature film which we're working on. And I'm doing some revisions on an old TV series that I I'd written about ten years ago, uh, which I think still might have some legs. Um, so yeah, we're working on various projects and looking at other sort of things. We're still in the early stages of setting up the company, so um, that's all very exciting. Um, yeah, otherwise I'm back to being an actor writer, writing down ideas and going to auditions. And um, I've got a few screenings coming up of films and projects that I've previously worked on, and uh, and things like that. So yeah, just moving on to the next stage really and, and seeing what happens next well Lee thank you very much for your time and uh, you know coming out here to talk to me about uh, on my own and um, yeah I wish you the best of luck with it cheers mate thank you it's good to see you if you've been affected by the issues discussed in today's podcast please talk to a sympathetic friend or a member of your family or call the Samaritans on 116123 most of all please don't suffer in silence there is someone you can talk to 